Okay, episode three. Here we are, episode three of The Green Room. Back again. Now I just wanted to uh, go over real quick. The last episode, episode two, the audio was pretty terrible. I'm not gonna sit here and act like it was the best audio, cause it wasn't. I'm still getting used to this um, little mixing and everything, mastering of the audio. And also, last week, that video, I, got re- I recorded that, let's say maybe two, three weeks ago, and it was like one in the morning. I'm like whisper talking. I'm like scared to wake people up and shit. <laughs> so I'm thinking about maybe just put that on private because like honestly the quality was terrible on my phone at least I haven't checked on the computer but anyway we're back it's episode three it's been a couple of weeks since I actively recorded some shit for this and I wanted to just get some stuff off my chest talk about what's been going on in the world because a lot's been happening you know uh COVID's still going strong everyone's still pretty much locked down the entertainment industry is still pretty much at a standstill and um it's getting to be the end of the year now when you think about it i mean it's been what since like march early march late february maybe and now we're in september and things are still the same we still have the blocks up on the parks you can't even get into the parks now you know so it's just a little wild this world's been a little wonky this year but we're gonna keep it pushing all positivity also to the people throwing shows now like People who are like out here doing what they can for the community, throwing the safe guideline shows, I, I support you, you know. But for the people out here throwing those whack shows, said fuck a mask, yeah, you got to get out of the community, doggy. Yeah, I mean, you're fucking it up for us. So, just anticipating going back, anticipating spending another show, anticipating going out for my first stand-up, anticipating going out for my first audition, all this stuff, it's just really exciting thinking about the world going back, at least some parts of the world going back to the way it was. Obviously, there's some things that we have to fundamentally fix that's been fucked up in our society, but for the most part, can't wait, you know? I also wanted to take some time to talk about, which I'm not sure we're all aware of, but the passing of a legend, Chadwick Bosman, great, great actor, great man, great person. A great person who would go out and, you know, speak at children's hospitals and meetings like that about cancer. Meanwhile, the entire time he's facing that struggle himself. And it's mind-boggling to me how strong he was and how little he slipped up, you know. It's very hard to tell when people are hurting sometimes. And he made it very difficult for the world to tell. I'm sure for the people close to him they understood the situation but for us the general consumer it was very hard for us to tell i mean we just had avengers we just had black panther we had 21 bridges all these movies where he's given us knockout performance every time like chadwick bosman always does 
So it was very hard for the general consumer to see this illness, you know, progress. But that's another thing, you know, the world keeps going and uh, his legend's going to live on, that's for sure. He's a great, great man, great actor. It makes me upset, though, to see certain people and certain groups immediately jump, oh, what's Marvel going to do? What does this mean for the MCU? Who is the next Black Panther? Like, yo, <laughs> this is a real person, man. Besides all the superhero shit, besides all the work that he did, he was still a man besides that. And I feel like he deserves some respect in the, in the regard of, let's not start talking about this right now. Let's give it some time, you know? When Heath Ledger died, you didn't, you, everyone was saying, oh, you can never play Joker. Never touch the Joker again. Black Panther dies. Immediately, next, next 10 minutes, oh, this is my fan cast. Like, bro, can we just give it a rest for a second, man? And I understand people deal with things differently. I understand that. But, man, imagine being his family member and scrolling on Facebook and seeing Chadwick was great, but this man deserves to be Black Panther. Like, bro, if we don't cut that shit out, let people mourn. <laughs> shit is crazy to me. Besides that, <laughs> on to the next topic. I'm uh, downloading some software today, yesterday, just getting into it, really researching and understanding uh, the idea of a video game recording and stuff like that. I really want to get into the gameplay and video game market for videos. I've had a lot of ideas and a lot of things that I feel like I could bring to the table, mostly like gameplays and mod showcases and stuff like that, but also just general reviews and understanding of games and theories and stuff like that. I would love to do a video on the Avengers game coming out and how that, well, I think it's out already, but the Avengers game and how this game is so marketed to uh, like a pay-to-win or a, a area of gaming where it's mostly focused on getting the consumer to buy more, you know? The idea of a $10 pass for every character in the game is mind-boggling. The game's already $60. And how you know there's more than 10 characters in the game, you know, so that's an extra $100 right there just for costumes that are already in the game. I, I, I understand a business, oh, this is more content, so we should charge a little more. But if it's in the base game, if the game comes out today and it's included in that, you can't charge me, bar doggy. That's fucked up, bro. That's like you go into the restaurant. Oh, let me get a chicken parm. And then you get the chicken parm, and it's like, oh, well, this chicken parm has extra Parmesan cheese on it, so it's an extra five. Like, what are you talking about? I just ordered chicken parm. <laughs> That's a horrible analogy, dog. <laughs> what are the worst analogies I've ever heard? But yeah. Like, a finished product is a finished product. You shouldn't have content on that finished product ready to sail day one. That's just weird as fuck to me. Like, is this a game or is this a business model for you? And the thing is, for certain games, it's okay. When you have Fortnite, a free-to-play game, you can charge every couple months for cosmetics. You can charge a battle pass. You can have a shop where things are with in-game currency. If I'm buying a premium game already, $60, $70 for the Legendary Edition, $80 for the Collector, you know what I mean? Shit like that. It's like, 
I'm not giving you an extra twenty dollars for these for these Avengers bucks. You know what I mean? You're not getting an Avengers bucks pass out of me. I already gave you the sixty. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and they're never going to stop doing it unless we stand up for it, which is facts. Video games. I've been playing a lot of Fallout lately. I don't know if anyone here likes Fallout. I like Fallout. I like a lot of video games. RPGs are my favorite, though, probably. And then fighting games. I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4. I already beat it before on my PS4, but I decided to get it for PC, and I've been modding it out. It's been fun. And I also, um, the main thing I'm going to do for like the gameplay aspect, I'm starting a playthrough of a, a mod called Tale of Three Wastelands. And what that's going to be is a playthrough of Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and uh, also a DLC-sized mod called Fallout New California. And this allows you to play all three games, you know, in a single or playthrough, same character, which would be amazing to me. I feel like that's... I never really got the chance to play Fallout 3 in its entirety, never really got a chance to play Fallout New Vegas, so why not just do it all one big shebang, you know? Get it out there. I think that's a great idea. I also wanted to talk about the music industry and um, music production and stuff like that and what I've been doing in that case. I've been exploring a lot lately with djembes and natural percussion. Well, not natural, but um, not computerized percussion, pretty much. Banging out some polyrhythms and understanding how these progressions and grooves are performed in real life. As, as I started out, I don't know if I mentioned in the previous podcast, but I did start out with musical performance and concert bands, stuff like that, where I was able to practice for hours upon hours a single full bar sequence, you know, to really understand the groove, the dynamics, everything that goes into it to make this music music. So now I've just been thinking about how I could apply my understanding of those musicalities and apply that to EDM or rhythm or whatever I wanted to do and create, you know, some trap, anything really. And it's very interesting to have uh, rhythms that you can create in real life and then try to progress them over to a program and have it be more difficult. I find it very difficult to just take my ideas and put them in because also the program itself is like learning a whole different class, you know, it's like a whole different course that you have to put time into, and it's a very like like a time-consuming thing. Struggling to think about what to talk about right now, which is weird because normally I have a lot to talk about, and uh, I don't know. Today's just one of those days, you know. Monday, <laughs> recording the podcast. It's a beautiful day outside, I can say that. It's beautiful and nice out.
wanted to talk about how um, this episode I was supposed to. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. That's just going to make me sad. I've been having a really big issue with like self-confidence and perseverance lately. It's very hard, you know, and disheartening when you do things on your own and then you see people who are doing similar things or even the exact same thing and they have instant success or instant fame. It's very disheartening to continue to push, you know, and bring a product that's just yourself. It's very hard to do it all on your own and expect the same things. It's Social media has conditioned us and me specifically to want instant gratification or want the same things that other people have. It's like people only post their best selves, you know? No one's really posting a picture of them drunk as fuck in a gutter somewhere, you know? People are only really sharing the best parts of their lives. And you only see that, and then you misconstrue that as their normal life where everything in their life is perfect. When in reality, everyone has their problems, you know? But I'll do a podcast and I'll get like 10 views. And that's nothing. Like, I'm not upset about that. That's okay. But I'll, get a, I'll, do, a, I'll do a podcast and get 10 views and it'll just be me. And then I'll see someone else do a podcast and it'll get shares and it'll get likes. And does that make me upset? Yeah, but I can't control that. You know what I mean? That's an upsetness that I have to learn to face and over, overcome. Because no matter what, the grass is always going to be greener on the other side, you know? I feel like this podcast is great. I put my heart into it. I talk about whatever they want to talk about. It's me. And I feel like that's what the product should be, yourself. And if that, that's okay if I'm not selling right now, but to act like I'll never sell is a lie. To act like I'll never be good is a lie because I'm already great and you just need somebody else to hear it, you know? And I don't need people to validate me. I don't need anything like that. It's just the idea that to put work in and not see it be reciprocated is upsetting for anyone. But I am happy with what I've done so far. And like that's the hardest part of talking about these issues is that you sound ungrateful. You sound like, oh, I deserve more and I deserve this and I deserve that. It's like, I don't think I deserve anything. I think I'm perfect the way I am. But when I go on social media 24 hours a day and see all these other people successful, I want that as well. And I feel like I deserve it, you know? <laughs> I feel like I am a genuine act, and I feel like I will have a genuine following once it grows. So I shouldn't push it, you know what I mean? I shouldn't, I shouldn't try and force anything. And that's, like, the main issue that social media, I feel like, brings to the table. It's the idea that, the idea of comparison. That, oh, I've done this, what have you done? I have this many followers, what do you have? My post has this many likes, how many likes do you get? When in reality, it's about the message. And when you think about it, the underground for music is always celebrated. It's the area where new up-and-comers and the real are supposed to be. So wouldn't that be the same situation in podcasts? Wouldn't that be the same situation in any other form of entertainment? You know what I mean? So it's really just 
self-deprecation and harping on myself when I realized that you just got to give it some time, you know? Nothing is built in a day. Rome certainly won't, wasn't. <laughs> Rome certainly won't. Way to go. Rome certainly wasn't. <laughs> so to sit here and be mopey is just not the move. The only move really is to keep creating, keep pushing. And eventually, you know what I mean, people will fall in the order. People will, people will get it. Like, oh, this dude's actually kind of hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all love me. Shout out to Mike Jones. But it's just the concept of, like, instant gratification. I hate putting in work and feeling like it's not being reciprocated or feeling like it's not doing anything, which is why I struggle so much with music production. I feel it's such a hard thing for me to grasp and learn that once I do start to break through and I don't feel like it's the right sound, I just feel dumb. Why can't I produce a track as good as Skrillex? Why can't I produce a track as good as Subfiltronic, you know? Well, because they put years in and they hone their craft, and I'm just starting, you know? You cannot, that's like if you go to a dojo and you expect to beat the sensei the first time, you just can't do it, man. You gotta build up. And this is the part of that. You know, I've been uh, cooped up in the house for the last couple of weeks and I, I decided to come outside and record this. And I feel like that was the first step in breaking the cycle. The cycle being your habits, your rhythms, your cues that you do every day. You know, some for the past couple of days, I've woken up. I wouldn't even say anything. I'll just turn my computer on, start gaming, or I'll just go get some food, or I'll just roll up. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like there are some processes that I'm skipping. <laughs> Maybe I should wake up and take a step outside, see how the, see how the weather is, see how the day is feeling, you know? Because there's really a vibe to everything, an energy to everything. And I feel like once you get into a certain rhythm, you know what I mean, it could be self-destructive without you even realizing it. Waking up every day and turning on video games first thing probably isn't the best thing to do, you know, for my mental health, for my physical health. How about waking up and getting out and recording a podcast, waking up and walking around town, waking up and just maybe even going out with, the, with like the animals, the pets, you know what I mean, in the backyard and just watching them play. Take a couple of breaths of deep air, you know what I mean, breaths of fresh air and just hone yourself, you know. It's so easy to uh, try and focus on things that can distract us, video games, movies, music, things that occupy spaces in our brain and our receptors to, you know what I mean, make us feel like we're doing something. But also, wouldn't you want to create that on your own? Wouldn't you want to manifest that on, by yourself? So I feel like there has to be a balance, you know? I feel like I have to start meditating more. I have to start getting into my zone more because I've started that and I've reached areas that I've never reached before of Zen, of harmony, with such short time into uh, meditation that I feel like I could definitely reach a deeper learning, a deeper understanding of the, of the ideas, you know? You just have to put yourself in the right mindset Self-limitation is one of the biggest downfalls of man. I mean that as like a race, you know, I mean not just like an animal, like a man, like human. 
limiting yourself to a genre, limiting yourself to anything, really. Like, oh, I can only produce this. Oh, I can only perform this. Oh, I can only do this in this way. When there's multiple ways to do everything. You have to find your inner balance. I think the main reason I started this podcast, and I know it will sound funny, but the main reason I started this podcast was to hear myself talk. And I know that... (laughs) But really, the main reason I started this was to hear myself talk and get these thoughts out. Because I do think and badger myself in my head. I always have these conversations with myself, like, oh, what would this happen? Or stuff like that. It's like, let's just talk about it. Let's get it out there. I feel like talking helps a lot. So I've never done this in a couple of episodes before, but I wanted to, uh, <clears throat> so I've never done this on episodes before, but I wanted to do a little question for you guys. If you had to narrow down one flaw that you feel like is your biggest flaw and held you back so far in your life, what would it be? For me, I would say self-doubt. Self-doubt has held me back tremendously. I feel like most of the time it'll be a situation where I feel like I probably could do it, whether it be like performing or even like a mundane task like working out or anything like that. I feel like I probably could do it, but then I start to have negative thoughts where I think, no, I'm not good enough. They are better. What's the use? Things like that. And it really just drove me down into this area where I wouldn't even try. I remember for a good month, I wouldn't even try to produce. I wouldn't even try to spin. Not that I'm a bad DJ or a bad producer, but that I see other people who are already successful and I feel like I could never, ever reach them or pass them. And that's just simply not true. You can do anything you ever wanted to do as long as you believe in yourself first and foremost. I may have... 10 listeners now, but a year from now, how many will I have? Two years from now, how many will I have? And these people that you compare yourself to didn't just do it overnight. They had years as well. They had doubts as well. It's all a cycle, but you have to break free. Whew, some deep shit. So really, I just wanted to end it today on the idea of self-preservation, you know? Think about what you've been, what's been harming you, what's been harping you, like putting you down lately, and try to avoid that. Think about how you can boost yourself up, try to do that. Think about anything you can do, really, to just improve your quality of life and pursue it. You got to keep going and keep pushing. Green room.